Kumite Radio is brought to you by Supplement Warfare. Visit their website, supplementwarfare.com.au for the best quality supplements on the planet. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off of all orders. If you're trying to get sexy for the summer, if you're just trying to flex on fools, visit supplementwarfare.com.au for the best supplements in the world. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off and support the podcast. Join me right now back on the show is Adam Primetime Townsend. He'll be fighting on Prime December time. 8th. Primetime. Primetime. <laughs> December 8th, man. Main event, Brave CF19 versus Mark Hume. What's going on, Adam? How are you, bro? Been all right? Good, man. Good. Uh, You've been through a lot in the last couple of months. Let's talk about that. Um, now, if, you, if you've been seeing what's happening... In MMA recently, more and more fighters are coming out expressing their displeasure of being mistreated by promotions. You know, you got recently Shorty Torres, Demetrius Johnson, even Bubba Jenkins was talking about ACB kind of being shady a little bit. You've had your dealings with ACB. Do you feel fighters need to be more transparent instead of hiding their thoughts and feelings about their situation? No. No. So... Yeah, man. I mean, I've always been outspoken, even even on a local level. You know, level. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was always one of these guys that kind of spoke out and you know wanted more money. And you know, these guys were only getting paid five hundred dollars and, and and you know to fight and all this stuff. And I was making a lot more than that. You know, but I mean, I was selling tickets. I understand the side of the thing where you've got to sell tickets in order to you know at a lower level to to make sense and make you know money wise and stuff like that. But I've always been outspoken. Just like I don't like I'm not a big fan of flow combat. I don't really never say nothing about that to James on none of his podcasts or you know his stuff because I don't want to disrespect him. But like, you know, that's just, just I don't like that shit because Flow is making all kinds of money off these fighters and the fighters ain't seeing a dime of it. You know what I'm saying? It's a big monopoly. That's how this whole support that's how this whole support is. You know, we're just these uh we're just these these little prisoner guys that are getting out here making these small amounts and not saying the ACB's making money because ACB ain't making money. That's the reason they had to cut back and stuff like that. And a lot of these promotions don't make money. A lot of these bigger, you know, foreign promotions, they don't make money. They just, you know, are able to, um, to, to get, to get through and, uh, and never even make any money. You know what I'm saying? But they've got these big, big, big bankrolls behind them that are allowing them to continue to do all these fights and stuff like that. You know what I mean? You signed a multi-fight deal with Brave. What separates them from other promotions out there around the world? Uh, you know, I think they put on good shows. They have really, they do a really good job at, uh, you know, marketing the fights and going to these cool locations. You know, I, I've not been involved. I've only watched like two Brave fights that, that this other dude was on. You know, so. I think the fact that they do really good shows in, in different locations, they do really good uh, promo videos and, and stuff like that too, man. I think it's really awesome uh, all the stuff they do. You know, and, and that's the biggest thing to me, like I said, just going to these cool locations at this point. Because, you know, I, I, like I said to everybody, I'm not worried about being in the UFC. I'm not worried about being the best fighter in Tennessee. I'm not worried about anything. All I'm worried about is making money right now. You know, I mean, I know I don't have that many more fights uh, left in me, period. I say that, but I look at it like this, too. Like, if I go on a 10-fight win streak, I'll fight 10 more times. You know what I'm saying? If I was to start getting knocked out or getting submitted or stuff like that or just didn't have the drive for it, 
you know, I, I would quit then. Like, I'm not one of these fighters who are going to stick around for a long time if I'm not doing good at it. But I'm just here to make the money and get them wins. Definitely, man. I, I understand your grind, man. Uh, you get signed immediately. You get a headlining gig in South Africa. Did you ever think you were going to yeah. go to South Africa in your lifetime? I, I never thought, man, like, before I started fighting, bro, I, I you know, where are you from? Korea. Where, oh, yes, you're in Korea. So my, my, my buddy is over there, and uh, right now one of my good friends, like really good friends, he uh, he's a teacher over there now um, in Korea. But, uh, yeah, no, I, you don't know this or that, but it's called Myrtle Beach. Like, I never, ever thought that I would be outside of uh, – you know, going to these small little tiny ass places that I go just on vacation with my family. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been all over the world, all over the country. Like it's just such a blessing that I've done these things, man. It's crazy because without fighting, I'd have never done any of this stuff. So, you know, going to uh, South Africa and, and headlining a card, man, like I would really like to go back and count. This will be my 26th pro fight. And I would say out of 26 pro fights, 19 or 20 of them was co-main or main events, you know? And the only reason my last fight wouldn't, uh, you know, be co-main is because the uh, fight got bumped down from, you know, fighting Brett Cooper to fighting uh, a lower-level guy, the way I looked at it. So, I mean, that's it, it's pretty crazy to me if you ask me that I've had those many main events and, and done what I've done, you know? And here I am on the, you know, I think it's cool and it just shows the type of fighter of I am of how many uh, main events I've had as well as, you know, Brave going ahead and trusted me to go ahead and be their main event and, you know, never working with me before. So they've obviously heard good things. They know good things about me. So, you know, I'm just pumped that they uh, respect me like that. Yeah, it seems like Brave is putting a lot of effort to show you the respect that you deserve. Does that put Thank your mind at ease? And can you focus on training to win instead of unforeseen circumstances? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not ever really – uh the way I look at it, man, like I'm going in there to, you know, and that's another good thing about promotions being from, I'm not sure what commissions or what judges they'll have, but, you know, I'm fighting the guy that's from there. You know, I'm sure that had some somewhat to do with, uh, you know, be putting me on the main event as well. Um, but, you know, that's the only thing that ever really worries me is just, you know, these stupid decisions, bro. Like I've just had so many of these bullshit decisions not go my way and stuff like that. Uh, you know, I, I'm just trying to finish fights, bro. I'm not worried about really anything else as far as as far as the promotion, man. I think they're going to be good to me. Uh, you know, they're already booking, wanting to book my flights and stuff like that, which ACB normally didn't do or any other promotion, especially didn't do uh, until like a week out. So they, they they know that I'm the guy that shows up. You know, I'm not going to be a guy that that you know backs out of fight. You know, or you know some bullshit comes up. Like they know that I'm going to be there. They know I'm coming to fight, and they know that I'm going to give them a show. Yeah, you're going to your opponent's home home country, and you're facing him. Yeah. And like you said, decisions usually go to the hometown boy. Now, when you think yeah. about that, does it give you a sense of urgency that you you know because you've experienced it before? Yeah, I mean, like I said, man, I'm just not really worried about that no more. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm going out there to finish the fight, like. And if, and if I do get put on a decision, then I'm definitely going to, you know, I'm definitely going to make sure that they know I was there. It's not going to be one of these close. I'm coming to fight, man. Like, I, I, I just have a whole new outlook on fighting ever since I really just quit worrying about being the UFC. Like, I'm going to come out there swinging. And, and people know what to expect, you know, when you get me. You know that I'm going to come out there. I'm going to throw big punches. I'm going to do big takedowns. I'm going to go for submissions. I'm going, I'm going to try to do a lot of different things, you know. So, 
I'm just ready to fight, bro. Like this is long. That's what I keep telling people. It's the longest I've been out of a fight camp, but and, and it had nothing to do with me not wanting to fight or or trying to pursue other things. Like I've been trying to get a fight. ACB wouldn't give me one. They screwed me around on the title fight both times. I've been talking to all these promotions. All these other promotions was talking chump change as far as pay to what I'm getting used to, you know. So they finally come at me with some good money, and I took it, you know. So I, I'm ready. I'm ready to fight, bro. You stated that the brave welterweight and lightweight title is in your sights. Have you got to yeah. check out the talent the promotion has collected? Uh, no. That's uh, that's pretty much uh, what I what I was telling what I was telling uh everybody is man like I don't know these guys you know like I, I'm just I'm not one of these guys that know a bunch of UFC guys or you know, I'm a huge Dallas Cowboy football fan and all that stuff but I'm not just one of these guys that just go around like you know really learning names and caring about people like I, I just focus on myself you know as weird as that sounds I guess you know uh I, I'm just here to to to, to make I may stay at 170 you know they they basically done talked about me going down to 55 already and and trying to switch up, you know, which switch up the weight class, which it's something I'm I'm thinking about doing. You know, going back to 55, uh, but I probably won't go there unless it's just for a title shot. Like if they want me to, you know, go there, fight a couple times, then get a title shot, it, it's probably not going to happen. Like I'll stay at 70 until they're like, okay, you can go ahead and go back to 55 and get a title <laughs> shot. Or I might try to try to be a champ, champ. You know, I don't know. I don't. You know, you never know what's going to happen. That's all everybody wants to do now: is be a champ, champ. So that may be something I set in my grasp. You know, take that. 70 belt, then move on down and mess with them little boys at 55. Getting ready for this fight, I know that you, when you're in Tennessee, you basically train on your own or you kind of like gather what you can. Are you planning on, yeah. uh, are you doing any of your training outside of Tennessee? No, nah, man, I really thought and thought and thought about doing that shit, but like just really, uh, I just don't have time. I don't know if you know, but I started my own plumbing business. Mm -hmm. Uh, I got laid off from my job, uh, basically like kind of like after my last fight that I had, um, and I used most of the money that I that I got from uh, from that fight to, to to start my own business, and I've been slammed balls for a while. I uh, got a couple of plumbers throwing me work, and man, it's 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 crazy. So uh, it, it's just been a crazy ride for me over these last couple of years, really with fighting and and pursuing other things and, and, you know, kind of taking a brief retirement, you know, all that stuff. So that's cool. Something that always comes up is that you have never been finished. I even saw it on the poster that it says, yeah. you know, your statistics and you've never been finished. Do you take big yeah. pride in that? Yeah, because I mean, really, uh, you know, most of my fights, I feel really, truly, there was only one fight I lost. I think I lost to Pat DeFranco. Uh, up in Ring of Combat for my uh, second fight that I have with Ring of Combat in New Jersey. I feel like I lost that fight because I allowed him to control me. So, all my other fights, I really don't feel like I lost. I, I feel like I did technically lose uh, the one against uh, uh, the fight against Arby. Uh, but, you know, he had two fouls in the first minute of the, of the, uh, of the fight. You know, he had a headbutt, two groin shots, all that stuff. And I feel like that round should have been a drop. I feel like, you know, the, the round was a 9-9 round because he got a point taken from him. The second round, I felt like I won hands down. And the third round, he probably won, but it was a close round. So the fight should have been technically scored a drop. Uh, so, I mean, with, without the without that fight, like, I think Pat DeFranco is really the only fight that I've lost. 
I don't even really feel like I've ever been close to finish, being finished. Like the one time I think I was close to being finished, and it wasn't because of anything other than when I broke my rib uh, against uh, that guy up in Colorado, you know. So I do pr- take great pride into to saying that I've, you know, never been finished. And, and I really, like I said, I truly don't even feel like I've ever been close to being finished. You know, I've just had some uh, just had some tough fights against some tough guys, and, and, and they speak out the decision on me. What kind of performance are you expecting out of yourself, man? I know you talked about it earlier that you're going to finish, but like when you look at your opponent, yes. what do you see? What do you see happening? Uh, you know, with, with Mark, I, I I don't watch video video on guys no more like I used to. No, I really quit watching video and film on these guys. Like to me, it, I used to do it, and I would, it would eke at me and it would stress me out because I'd be worried about what they're going to do and worried about what I need to do in these situations. So, literally, man, I watched, like, uh, uh, maybe two minutes of his last fight and decided, you know, he kind of wanted to grapple with the guy. Now, whether he knows that he's going to be a lot taller and longer than me and he'll want to use some of the uh, some of his range, uh, I don't know if that's going to be something he wants to do. Um, but, you know, I'll let you go out there. Like I said, you know, the, the game plan never changed with me. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to throw hard punches, like I said. I'm going to throw uh, – uh, you know, do big takedowns, go for submissions, and, and, and try to finish it every second. You know, I've, I've got a couple decisions on my record, and all my, of course, my decisions are from losses. But, you know, like I said, man, I'm going out there to finish the fight. And I think that's why a lot of people like to watch me because they know that they're getting, they know what they're getting. You know, they know what they signed up for when they were tuning in to watch the fight. Definitely, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to this main event at Brave 19 on December 8th. It's going to be an incredible debut for you, especially on that platform. Thank you for your time, Adam, and uh, good luck to you, man. Thanks, buddy. I really appreciate you having me on the show again, bro.